Welcome back, everybody, to the We're Just Talking podcast. Mighty L's on the other line. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I apologize in advance if you hear some background noise from my end, but uh, excited to do this episode. It's just the rats in New York City going, <laughs> going through the walls. They, they got a mind of their own, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how's your, how's your week been since the last we spoke? Let's Pretty good, it. man. It's uh, we 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 had a borderline heat wave in New York this past weekend, so um, that wasn't fun. Um, you know, Northeast we have we have humidity, so that's that's I think that's really the X factor. So yeah. that that was that sucked. Uh, but I had to put up my AC, so that was nice. That's good. Uh, that's always good. Yeah, to have your noise machine. And you know what? <laughs> While we're talking about this, yeah, I think it'll be a funny thing to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I we um. So my first time going to New York City, I had spent time. I went with Marielle's around Thanksgiving break, and uh, and I and I am grateful Marielle provided a, a space for me to stay because you know how expensive it can be in New York City. Yes, sir. But um, I was I went with uh, our other fraternity brother Sammy, so it was us, us going along with him, and this is my first experience going to New York City, and um, and uh, so we get there and we actually end up getting dropped off in the Bronx because our ride, which was actually Lindsay, uh, wasn't going to take us any further. So uh, first experience there with our duffel bags, we get dropped off in the Bronx. Yeah. And lives in Brooklyn. So we got to ride all the way to Brooklyn on the train, um, mm. which that was fun. I was, I mean, I was still like, whoa, like first time being in New York City and stuff. And uh, one thing I didn't get the hang of was y'all you know, walking so fast uh, that I couldn't do. I, I remember like I already felt I hadn't exercised in a while. I already felt like the shin splints coming on. The shin uh, we're, splints. Carrying, we're carrying these. I mean, my duffel bag's packed. You know, I know Sammy's backed. Knowing him, he brought everything. From, right. I was probably a microwave with him too. And <laughs> Mariel's walking like nothing. He don't got nothing with him. I don't think. <laughs> he's walking in a full somehow. Suit. Somehow yeah. I didn't have a bag. <laughs> somehow he's walking with his little uh, loafers and he's just chilling with his bubble <laughs> coat um, that is, for some reason all New Yorkers have. Yeah. And uh, and so we get from the Bronx to Brooklyn, and I think it was funny because we got on the train, and um, I that's where I, that that's where I taught you to not look at people. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I knowing me, I've already had a thing about look. Here's the thing: I think I not too long ago, I had this thing where people were like try to look at me, or I'll try. Yeah, basically, if anybody tried to make like eye contact, like I would look away because yeah. I didn't want to be confrontational or anything. But then I <laughs> then I realized that that was like a sign of weakness. And I think it was talking to Adam, actually, because Adam has all these things about being weak. If you think I'm bad, Adam's the worst. Yeah, wow. My brother, my brother Adam, in terms of being like alpha male and stuff like that. Yeah. And so then I started conditioning myself to like, if people looked at me, like I was going to look right back at him and I wasn't going to try to. So this is, I wasn't going to try to look away, you know? Yeah. Uh, because hey, uh, in New York, not looking is a is a sign. It would actually be considered self-defense. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, um, yeah so here it was like i'm not gonna back down so i was getting in the habit of like when people looked at me i'll look at them right back but yeah. that's not something yeah that's not something you want to do on the new york city metro and um that was funny because uh i think that was when some guy some people started getting into it and everybody's just like looking everybody's minding their own business like nothing's going on and i was just that was like the weirdest thing like these guys are about to fight or something and everybody's just like don't pay them any attention and then yeah. I realized like, it's just like a lot of talk, um, but no one backs down on New York. 
it's one of those things where it's of course what the first time i'm hosting some friends that are yeah. from out of city out of the city and they're we're on the train together of course something's popping off and, and something's going on so you know you know like you're trying to like look at your guests and you're like this doesn't happen often it's like oh this is the first <laughs> yeah. yeah no <laughs> my ear was just like don't look and don't look. Uh, and i just thought that was crazy and then i thought it was funny because I was like, well, when are we going to get off? Because it's just like stop after stop after stop. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, we're getting off on the last stop. Yeah. We were well, like one of the last few stops to get off in Brooklyn. And I thought that was funny too. People um, think New York, New York is a, is a consolidated city, but uh, your commute could take you a while. Yeah. And then I saw, I realized like it's kind of big, you know, like y'all's everything going around, it's large. It's, it takes yeah. a while. And um, so I just, I mean, I thought that was funny because we were just riding and riding and riding this train. And it felt like that uh, episode of SpongeBob. I feel like a lot of people might relate. People, older generations of when they were going to like this theme park, the glove theme park, and they missed the stop and they ended up like, <laughs> going past into like the, the bottom of the. And he had to get the, the last. He was like, oh, where's the next bus to the bikini bottom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. I was like, where am I? I'm on the last stop of bikini bottom. And yeah. um, no, but it, it was cool. It was fun. And it's my first time, you know, experiencing going and being actually, like, in the city. Um, Mario, of course, saying, like, if people are walking on one side of the street, we're going to walk on the other side of the street. Right, um, right. And then, uh, so we get to Mario's place. And um, I w- the reason this is this is where it's sort of going to tie in now, when Mario's talking about turning the air conditioner on, um, because he had a sting in his room. And uh, we, I was set on this, like, uh, um, I don't know what's, I forget what they're called. Futon. Like a futon. There we go, like a futon. <laughs> And uh, I think Sammy's with Mariel, and it's hot. It was <laughs> hot in there. And uh, you wouldn't think it would be that hot because we were there in the wintertime. Yeah. Well, you know, Thanksgiving, so close to wintertime. But um, it was it was so cold outside, but for some reason it was so hot in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember he had this air conditioning going on, and it just sounds like someone put a bunch of screws in a washer, and it's just just banging around everywhere in there and, and i go i'm like this, this air conditioner this ac doesn't even work you put your hand you know we, we we um i think sammy or you just like tried to test it and, and like stood in front of it and you're yeah. like wait a second <laughs> wait a minute there's no air coming out of this thing and that's when i realized that mariel just had a noise machine in his room uh just to create that ambient noise you need to go to sleep <laughs> just to create the noise. it was just to create the illusion it was one of those things like you had you if you heard it you thought you were getting ac but there was nothing going on in there i remember it was like uh we 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 closed our eyes for like 20 minutes and he said he just looks up in the futon wait a second that's just a noise machine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and i think i mean that was ended up being a fun night yeah. um, obviously it was funny and uh but um i just think that's funny because you're talking about does this AC machine work? They have wall units, you know, but I guess that's, <laughs> that's something because you guys are in New York City, right? So I yeah. feel like it'd be a little bit like... Window units are, are definitely still uh, very prevalent here, but uh, yeah, I have a new window unit uh, this time. Mm-hmm. I, I got it from Facebook Marketplace, uh, so oh. that was a little sus. <laughs> but, Wait a second, so you have to buy your own air units whenever you go to apartments and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually subletting in this place now, mm-hmm. so that's why it just didn't come with one. But yeah, I mean, usually... Uh, unless there's a wall unit or yeah. like the one you're the one you're mentioning it newer apartments would have that well but. i feel like actually i mean obviously because new york city is such an old city and yeah. y'all guys have been like from the from the get-go it's been apartment style living and, right and i mean like you know it's such a big it's buildings everywhere so obviously they're not updating every single building to be 
um, you right. know, with central air and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but I remember watching a show. There's this show called Two Broke, not Two Broke Girls. What am I talking about? There's this show. I can't even think of the name right now. Um, oh, Broad City. Have you seen the show Broad City? No. About these two girls that in a set in New York City. And there's one episode where they, they didn't have, uh, I guess it was getting hot. <laughs> New York City and like everywhere in New York City it was like it looked like it was a thing and it's supposed to be like the show's supposed to be like based off like like real things that happened in New York City and the way like the show depicted was like no one had air, air, like air conditioning at all in the city and I was think it, they were in Brooklyn is it is it the take place in the 90s or like is this a newer show no this is like I mean this is like maybe 2015 you know oh, okay. so it's still like kind of modern but like the, it's just the fact that they were trying to like their apartments obviously they weren't like in the best you know modern apartment um right, right out there but like just like their apartment was decent but they didn't have any air condition and or it was broken and they would go somewhere else and it was like broken and like and then um they're talking like they're just sweating everywhere and yeah. i just thought it was, it was funny um that's when you like that's when you have to like uh you're walking around doing errands and you just walk into supermarkets randomly just to get yeah just to get air <laughs> Yeah, I think that's funny. And y'all guys are in the river, so obviously it'd be humid or not river, the uh y'all on some type Ocean. of body water. Yeah, it's, it's super humid. You know what it is? There's actually a thing in New York where um you can actually see people like in the hottest summer days, uh, mm. and there are people sitting outside, like families and parents sitting outside of their home. Yeah. Uh, and it's like known now, like, oh, those people don't have AC. <laughs> like that's why <laughs> oh, they're sitting on the front porch. It's worse indoors than outdoors. That's why they're out here, yeah. Yeah. I think that's funny. I know that um, here you'll see people sitting out, like sitting outside. My dad used to tell me um, like in Mexico, like that's a thing they would do is just like sleeping outside. Sleeping Um, outside. Yeah. Like he remembers being a child or being a kid and and going back to Mexico with his his parents, my grandparents and, you know, visiting and stuff and being there with family members. And like, they would just all like, if they're outside talking, like people would just like sleep outside in their front porch or something. And oh wow! I remember seeing that a few times here around Dallas. I mean, in the Dallas, right? And seeing sometimes families doing that where they're like like camped out in front. Oh sleep. no! And I was just like, it's crazy. Where do you think you're at? Um, but yeah, that seems like it's a thing, right? For people, and I was like, oh, they must not have AC, but that's like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a thing. Is just to sleep wow. outside your front porch, but well, like people. Well, no, I'll tell you something. No one's doing that in New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. When I went to, I think, well, actually, you know what? That was the first time being in New York, like officially, like me being there. Um, yeah. I had been there prior only for a little, for a little amount of time. And I had saw people out there sitting in the front porch. Yeah. Um, I was like, what are these people doing? Just sitting out there doing nothing. <laughs> it was like way past midnight, but maybe that is a thing you guys do out there. And I think it also depends, right? New York is so diverse. With it. It's like, in terms of like, wherever you're at, you can be in a totally different place if you go oh, yeah. down the road. No, for sure, man. I, I live in a, I mean, every neighborhood is going to have this kind of like little concentration. Like where I'm at now is like a very heavy Greek and Polish uh, population. Yeah. So you'll, you'll it's like totally different for that reason. Well, that's pretty cool though, right? You experience all that stuff. All the yeah. uh, Greek and Polish food. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, that's cool. Uh, y'all guys had that little summer heat wave, right? Because it's always so uh, up and down with the weather over there. Um, in terms of uh, uh not cool i would prefer to not be that <laughs> do you are you guys not are you not ready for summer no no not at all um 
I I think it'll be I think it'll get cooler and then it'll go probably go back up. But no, I yeah. hope it doesn't it doesn't stay like that. But we all know that's where the world is heading now. So unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you know, I we talked about in the last podcast that it was raining and it's still been raining this whole week and today is raining. And um I just think that's crazy. Texas, we kind of go through like, you know, a little weird where like there was a drought. You know, I remember there being like a drought for the longest time in Texas. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like there was like this big rain. And then last year it was dry. I don't think I remember seeing any rain here. And uh, all of a sudden this year, she's here. Yeah, wow. which is I know that's like a weird thing, but yeah, I don't remember like there being rain at all. And um, and then this year it's just been raining like crazy. And I think it's it's funny because where I'm at, like, um, like I hadn't cut the grass or anything, right? We have lawns, and I know you probably don't have to worry about that in New York City, but we have nope like front lawns and back lawns here and this is not even like the good grass this is like the grass you kind of want to get rid of Uh, (laughs) but I just hadn't cut it the past two times I've been trying to cut the grass like I have really bad allergies that like the moment that I cut the grass yeah the whatever the releasing I'm getting and uh my body is not liking (laughs) it automatically makes me puts me in in a in an allergy coma where I'm just like sick and like I my and it's like I'm normal during the day, right? So I can cut the grass, mow the lawn and stuff, and I'll be fine. And I've been trying to wear masks too, right? To try to block some of that stuff out. Right. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm fine. I'm okay. And and then as soon as it hits like eight o'clock, boom, all of a sudden my like my nose is clogged up. I can't breathe. I'm wheezing and, mm-hmm. uh, and it's bad. And so it, it's kind of hard for me to like want to go cut the grass. You got to go send Adam to do that thing. I know. Well, <laughs> I know, right? Well, it's just it just got bad, and so uh, grass got tall. Like, up, I, I don't even know. I can't even give you an accurate measurement, but I want to say like it at least went to my thigh level. In terms wow, of, like <laughs> those yeah. are weeds. That's like yeah, a, these <laughs> were like weeds. Like this was like prairie, <laughs> past prairies, like savannah, like lions, like in the grass. Um, that's yeah, what, or like, like cornfields. Yeah, I did not want to walk through it. Um, I did not trust it. And no. so uh, we had we actually got somebody to come out today, and to come cut cut the grass. Oh, that's and, good. Well, they they were able to get a little bit of it, but then it started raining. And that's uh, the thing too is like they they were supposed to come, they were supposed to come at two o'clock, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it was supposed to rain, so maybe they'll have to reschedule. And uh, my job it starts pretty early in the morning, but we have like these um, stand up meetings um, every morning. Um, and I guess I, I can, for people who don't know, I'm in software engineering. Hmm. And so every morning we have like these team meetings where we have to go hmm. and like basically talk about what we did yesterday, what we're doing today, you know, and what we're going to, if we have any problems and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and each person, and for some reason, I don't know why being with these people, with these other developers and other engineers is like, it's always like brand new. Like everybody forgets what happened yesterday. And like they go in and they're like, can you click on that thing again so I can see what it was I was doing? I was like, shouldn't you know what you're doing? Why do you need someone oh, to come show yeah. it to you what you're doing? <laughs> that just shows that you weren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's funny how every single day somebody has like they're out for an appointment. And it's like, how many of you guys are having these many appointments a week? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I <clears throat> so I was getting nervous because this person, I, I hear this like cutting and, and I'm like, what, what is that? And I look out the window and there's just someone cutting the grass on the front yard. And I'm saying, wait a second, what is, is this? What, maybe they got the wrong house. And they're like, this must be the guy. Didn't ring the doorbell, didn't say, hey, I'm here to help, you know, just yeah. started cutting the grass. 
then then I got to knock. Well, I'm getting nervous because I it's gonna get close to my turn to talk, and I don't want to like interrupt my meeting to go talk to this guy. I'm getting nervous that this guy's gonna knock on the door. But then uh, he just left. I, it started raining, I guess, and he just started and he just left. Wow, I didn't even finish. Email said like he couldn't cut cut the finish finish the rest because of the of the rain. Wow. Um, but I didn't pay him or anything. You know, he didn't get paid, so <laughs> he just cut, he cut the. He'll be back. He'll be back yeah, for sure. He'll be back. He cut a big chunk of it though. You um, you mentioned uh you you mentioned he didn't ring the doorbell and and I meant to ask you. So in college, uh, uh Isai became uh, and his household uh, became a ring, uh, yeah. a ring doorbell member. And so yeah. in Isai, we um what was it like? He used to have a big chime sound because yeah. He would, and, and for anybody <laughs> anybody who's a ring owner knows exactly the sound that he's talking about. Yeah, so it's uh, so he we went to school in Pennsylvania, and his household is in Dallas, <laughs> in Texas, and he synced his ring doorbell sound to his phone and PA. So whenever we would hang out and we <laughs> we would hear the chime, uh, it would say, and I quote, "Who's that in front of my house?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I remember when they when and it first happened. My dad told me about this, and mm-hmm. like being back, I mean, maybe it's more pre- prevalent now for people to have like these you know video doorbells. Yeah. But I don't know. It like I feel like it wasn't a thing a few years ago. And my dad told me about having this ring doorbell. I was like, what is that? And he was like, it's a doorbell with a video camera. And, and basically, like he said, there's an alert whenever someone goes within a certain vicinity of your, like, wherever the camera is at of the right. doorbell. And so, yeah. So I had the information. So I just, I would always find it funny. And I thought it was interesting because I could always see, like, who's in my front yard. Yeah. Uh, who's coming by. And obviously, I was in Pennsylvania, so I wasn't going to do anything about it. But my dad would be like, just keep your eye out on this. Like, keep your eye out. I mean, no one had their eye out before, you know? Right. Um, now everyone has a, a chime bell a sync to their phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I just thought it was funny because I'd be like anywhere and you just hear the ding, ding, <laughs> oh, and let me know. And so, um, well, obviously, yeah, I have the ring doorbell. And so I was watching this guy when he was like out there in the front. I was watching him for a while. I'm having my, I have my meeting on one computer. Um, I have my other computer over here and I have the ring doorbell and I'm just watching him to see what his next move is. What's he going to yeah. do next? Is he going to mm-hmm. come to me? No, but I just saw him get in the car and leave. Um, but yeah. And um, so, yeah, that that it's been crazy weather over here um, in terms of, of the rain, um, which I guess is good in, in a way, right? So we, we don't go through those little droughts and we have, we don't want to be like California and not have any water, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, um, the extremes are never good. I will say that uh, while we're on the topic, I think that Dallas tap water is some of the best tap water ever. Okay. Well, um, I'm just going to put that, that out that, there. That, no one has ever said that. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. I know a lot of people don't like to drink tap, but I, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of like drinking tap of other cities because I don't trust it. And mm. I don't know what y'all guys are doing with y'all's water. But for some reason, uh, maybe it's the pipes, but uh, Dallas water is, is very refreshing to me. You think, you think maybe it's the pipes it sounds reassuring to someone? <laughs> for, New York is known for its good water, right? Is that is that that's not a thing? That's a thing. I think that's a thing. There's no way that's a thing. That's what well, we're known for our bagels, and some people, when pondering why our bagels are so fantastic, some people say maybe it's the water. Well, well maybe that's what's adding a little bit of flavor, but I wouldn't drink the water straight <laughs> from the tap. 
<laughs> well, I still have a Brita filter because I think kind of like you, I'm a little bit of a, of a germaphobe, like yeah. just knowing that there's some microbes in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, I prefer to not have that, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I remember one time I uh, got Fiji water and uh, I think my, either my dad, someone drunk it all, but then they refilled it with tap water. <laughs> and they're and they're because they like to make fun of me and say like all the water tastes the same and like the fiji water is no no way better than other water That's and natural. i was drinking it and i was like this is such the best water ever and i was telling them how great it was played yourself and i yeah and i played myself because it was just straight tap water yeah. and um and they they still bring it up every single time now like it's they never get let go and i was like listen to my defense dallas water is pretty good it's up there with fiji and so you that reminds have, me you have you, to come uh, and try it i'll have to ship picky. it to you you being picky with water no i i please don't ship me Dallas water uh <laughs> I, the only sus water i think that i know of is california water like that's just different that's sus because that's we're different. i hear water. it's yellow so yeah exactly where is it? it it never rains how long has this water been stored there um yeah. i just don't really trust it but i you saying the, the thing about um replacing the fiji water with tap water reminded me of uh um, my dad, he used to, he has a preference for cooking oil that my, yeah. that my family uses. And so he, he used to tell my mom, oh, uh, you shouldn't get this brand of oil anymore because, uh, it, it causes me health issues. Yeah. And then she, she didn't believe it. She thought it was BS. So then she said, oh, okay, sure, sure. And then she would just refill the, oh, gallon, yeah. <laughs> the gallon of the brand he likes with the actual brand that she prefers. And that's then now she'll, and now she'll ask him like, is that okay? And he's like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And little does he know that he's being bamboozled. Yeah. Little does he like know. Be a crime. <laughs> little that's does he crazy. know. I feel like that. I feel like there's a crime in some states. She's mm, no. uh basically ignorance, ignorance is bliss, bro. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If you believe it, it's right, it's good, it's gonna be good. It's exactly yeah. what they're doing with their air conditioning machines over there. They, just, <laughs> they, they hear the sound, they believe it's going on. As long as they as long as they hear this white noise, yeah, they're the feeling box. refreshed. <laughs> and uh <laughs> they know it's two degrees hotter in there. Yeah, uh, from the heat produced from that machine. Um that's funny. I will say, I, uh, right now, if you guys hear me, my voice sounds a little bit weird. Um, mm-hmm. I am getting over a little bit of a sickness. Um, not COVID, but also not confirmed, not COVID. Allegedly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get tested. But I also will say that I've been, I've been bedridden for these past few days. I have been, I've been sick. Um, and I'm only, I, I will say that I'm one of the worst people to get sick. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not someone who gets sick and, like, it's just a trooper about it. Um, I feel like it's it's like life or death for me every single time. <laughs> every single time I get sick, I feel like I try to think back of times where I wasn't sick and I was breathing <laughs> well and uh, I was enjoying start, fresh air and start feeling grateful of like what you had before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Living life and um, and because for me, it's like as soon as I get sick, it's like it's, I can't believe it. I can't believe that I'm sick and and it bothers me so much. Yeah. Um, the only upside that I like of uh, being, I guess, there's, if I had a look at the silver lining for being sick, which is not is not good, but um, I, I like I will take some Nyquil to help me out because I mentioned this before. When I get sick, I don't like to be awake for it. I don't like to be present and uh, and just <laughs> suffering through the sickness. If you could like knock me out and yeah. then just let my body take care of it and then wake me up in seven days uh, when it's recovered, wow. then I'll be fine. Seven days. <laughs> 
because I'm not, I feel like I'm just suffering. I'm suffering regardless. And it's like, wow, you're, you're being a bit dramatic there. Wasn't it I just feel, a cold? What, what was it? <laughs> this right now, I'm pretty sure it's just like, it's either like a sinus infection, like an allergy infection hmm. um, or just like a cold. Um, and I, I said, it's because all, all my symptoms really were, was just me like um, with like buggers and stuff, right? Like blowing my nose and, and stuff, <laughs> but and a little bit, a little bit of a cough. Um, and I think yeah. that's because, you know, when you go to sleep and you have a lot of like that drainage and that's like a thing when you, when you go to sleep, you, basically all the stuff like flows down. Oh, wow. You are being very graphic here. You said boogers, drainage and flows <laughs> down in a minute. <laughs> well, anyway, well, that's what, that's what, that's pretty much what it was, but, um, it's, it's the worst thing for me. And so I, I'm immediately, um went straight for the for the nyquil now i will i will say this i maybe i can get your opinion on it i uh, the the nyquil medicine that we had in there was not name brand nyquil mm. right i'm used to having the nyquil this is nyquil vix yeah Vicks. dark colored um and i get the liquid form i don't ever get pills because the liquid hits faster that's how much of a drug i am i don't know if that's confirmed by the fda but sure. it hits my bloodstream faster and it, but this stuff where was like the like the pharmacy brand like i think it was like cvs brand like great value yeah yeah like nyquil medicine like nyquil um com- compared to like the same same active ingredients in nyquil was like <laughs> and i was upset because i will say like i i do believe name brand medicines for some reason I think that they do work better than a medicine that is not. Now, how do you feel about that? I could see that. I I could, I honestly, it depends if I'm like, if I'm sick in the moment. Yeah. I I would probably have the urgency to buy name brand every time, but if it's like getting some preventative stuff, like I could probably care less, but no, I I could definitely see why, why. Yeah. Like if it's like when I go to the store, whenever you go, like, I feel like there's not much of of a difference in terms of money um right right. from the name brand to the from the department you know what you know what it is too we've seen commercials of nyquil we've seen we 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 have the the imaging and the marketing in our head like i guess that's or like vix uh like the vix uh, napkins uh or the or the tissue for your nose yeah the the charmin paper towel like we have the imaging or imagery of it in our heads and so when we go to the store and they're like it's like 80 percent the same (laughs) it's like who's this yeah no, I, and my thing is that they 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 say it's the same, but it's not the same. Probably not. And and uh, there's no way it's 100 percent the same because then it would be a complete ripoff, you know. Right. And like so, there's something different. And obviously, I feel like there was something different with this because um, <laughs> this medicine. I, I I was taking these Nyquil, of course, at night before I was gonna go to bed, hoping because usually I take the liquid stuff and I'm out within like 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes, it's already hitting, and um, and I'm ready to just go to bed. Mm-hmm. and this stuff i i took the, i was like okay maybe it's because it's a pill i took it um two of the pills and i was up for hours <laughs> hours nothing happened one of these nights i was up so i had took it so early maybe it was around like 7 30 and i was ready I was oh, like, wow. okay, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna knock myself out early but maybe yeah. it's gonna kick in right and i go to bed early um but then you know it's like 10 30 then it's like midnight already I said, I can't, I, nothing's helping me out. I'm feeling sick and I can't fall asleep. So I took another two pills. So now I have basically within the four hours, I have four, which I think they say it's okay within every four hours to take another two. People don't, most people don't do it, right? Because the night works, but right. I now I have four pills in my body going. 
and uh, nothing's working. And I fell asleep, I think because I was just so tired. Right. But I woke up with like the, I feel like the, the side effects from the medicine was worse mm. than sometimes the sickness. It was, well, it just added to it. So this has been the worst thing because of not having name brand NyQuil. Um, and I feel like that's what's primarily responsible. You had, you had all the negatives and none of the, none of the benefits. <laughs> yeah. And look, I, I, I like to say about myself that I'm, I'm a quick healer. I feel like I, I quit. I, I heal quickly. And so mm-hmm. usually it doesn't take me as long um, when yeah. it comes to these things. But, um, but this week has been, it's been a little hard because of this bootleg NyQuil. This bootleg NyQuil. <laughs> it's just not working. And I have a thing about pills. I feel like a lot of things don't work on me anyways. And we might've discussed this already, but I, I still think that a lot of like Tylenol, like head relief, like pain relievers, allergy medicine. I feel like none of this stuff works on me. Coffee, energy drinks. I was I, I was a big uh, anti-pain reliever person, or, or at least got, I was kind of the same mindset of, I don't think that really works until um, I've been going to the dentist recently and I had a few big procedures and, and, and uh, post-surgery and stuff like that. Like I, now I realize like, oh, wait a second, this actually does help a lot. So really? Yeah. Well, I, I try, I try to tell myself like maybe it's helping a little bit, but I think I'm so in my head that it does not work that my, I just never give it a chance to work. Well, you know what it is, the the over-the-counter Tylenol is like 200 milligrams, and I was reading, and they were like, oh, well, an average an average adult needs like 1,200 milligrams, it's like per serving, basically, yeah. and I was like, wait a second, yeah, it's like five of these things. I know. Well, I usually get like the extra, chain, extra strength Tylenol, which is like right. uh, 500 milligrams, I think, yeah. I take two of those, but I still never think it's enough, which was funny, I actually, now that we're talking about Tylenol, one time I had this really bad, like, uh, pain in my shoulder, Mm. um like shoulders i think it was just like from stress and it was just really bad and like i couldn't sleep because it's so bad and so i went to go check you know my parents and i went to go check like the medicine drawer to see like what what was going on in there and i saw this like you know the orange pill bottle and the yeah. orange pill <laughs> bottle and i read to see what it was and it said like it was just like uh doctor prescribed but it just said acetaminophen right right i think acetaminophen is just like tylenol yeah or Advil or something like that and so I was just like oh or ibuprofen it was, it was one of those things that's on there and yeah. I was just like oh this is just like and it just said 500 milligrams yeah and so I was like oh this is just like uh must be some like extra strength Tylenol it must be but it's fine it's the same active ingredient in Tylenol whatever right um he got he got he got the bootleg of the bootleg <laughs> yeah well it was, it's, it's like in the or well it's in the orange so I feel like it was like the stuff that I'm not allowed to have, even though it's just in, in, it's in every other thing. So I just didn't, I felt like because a doctor prescribed, he had to go and like show the doctor's prescription, like his handwriting, yeah. that it was going to be more effective. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it did it. It helped out a lot. And I was like, wow, I was feeling good. Mm-hmm. And the pain went away almost instantly. And it was, I, mean, I was surprised. I was like, wow, this is the first time I've had like Tylenol or something like that. And it just like worked. And, yeah. um, and I think I had, it was, it was only half a pill. Right. And I, and I don't know where it came from. It was only half a pill in there. And, but when that only half a pill that I had worked really well. And I, I told my mom about it the next day and she had come to find out that I wasn't, uh, it wasn't Tylenol. Um, and I think she had borrowed something from my grandmother and she just had it there in like emergency situations. <laughs> and so I was feeling good on something. I don't know what it was and I'm not going to incriminate anybody. Yeah. And I unknowingly took it thinking that it was uh, a Tylenol, but it was something good. But I will say, <laughs> I get it. I understand because <laughs> it was, 
rookie it, move the the shoulder pain went away and i had some of the best sleep i've ever had so no. I, I understand i guess we'll get it i'm not advocating for anything um hmm. but i'm just saying but you know you just mentioned right now you went to the dentist How how's that being i feel like that's a grown-up thing being like going to the dentist for yourself and yeah like choosing to go to the dentist that's i need been... to go to the dentist i said i called the dentist to make an appointment um hmm. a few months ago and she she was like yeah my next er, the next earliest appointment date is in august and this was like back in march and i said excuse me <laughs> pardon me i don't think i heard you right did you say did you say august she said yes sir august like 7th or something uh, it was a weird day and i was like i told her to put me down and, I, and and she was like well can i have your like your insurance for information and i was just like uh yeah i'm gonna find it. let me call you back about that and I just didn't call her back. And uh, let me tell you something: you are not put down for August seventh. Right? Yeah, I feel like I'm not put down, but also uh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, August? I don't know what yeah. I'll be doing tomorrow, and you want me to know what I'm gonna be doing in August and set it aside? Well, you know, the, the problem with the with small town America is there's probably like one doctor per five hundred thousand residents or some shit like that. So it's, it's oh, I, I totally I totally get it. She has to deal with the whole village. Dallas right? is not that small. <laughs> but here's the thing: I think it's because of the whole COVID situation. I feel like doctors just weren't seeing as many people as they typically are, maybe, or because yeah. you know the whole like waiting room situation. Or... Dentist has to be. Imagine being a dentist during the pandemic. That must be the, that's literally the worst doctor you could be uh, when people yeah, have. Because, yeah, because you're all in people's mouths. Yeah, you're like, oh, open wide. And then you got people, uh, um, you know, blowing COVID breath in your face, talking yeah. about, oh, my, my back tooth has a cavity. Like, ew. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I haven't been to the dentist. Um, but how, well, <laughs> so I need to go. Yeah, you should go. My, uh, yeah, my uncle, he's a, he he works in in with dent with dentists. I don't think he's not a dentist, but he works with you know with the dentist. Yeah. And um, but he works with a lot of them in terms of like um people's teeth. But like I feel like he gets he's told stories where he has like people who have like dead teeth or like teeth that they said they, they needed to go fix something. He said one lady came in and half her face was swollen. Oh wow. Because she had some like bacterial infection like in, back in her tooth that she didn't fix or something. Jeez. And so they basically like had to like put a puncture a little hole and like drain all like that liquid. This is a graphic episode for everybody We're listening. Very graphic. And like, <laughs> and like uh whatever, <laughs> whatever liquid she had in there and like pus and like uh just nasty stuff. Face. Huh? You grew another face. <laughs> yeah, it's just so just nasty stuff. Yeah. And he's having to deal with like stank mouth and like things like that on a daily. Um, yeah, they're so. like, you know, it's there, there are a few courtesy things you could do before going to the dentist. First of all, you should not be eating before oh. going to the dentist. And yeah, I don't, I, I, for me, it's common sense, but I'm sure there are people out there that have like a bacon, egg, and cheese, and that right before going to the, to the dentist, and then they're like, yeah. hey, doc. And then they just got egg teeth and, and a bunch of bacon bits. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like the worst thing. I feel like uh, before going to the dentist, like I don't even eat dinner before. I like try to floss and act like I've been flossing, even though I haven't. Yeah. And yeah. like brushing really hard right before I get there. I, right. I have like a thing just in terms of doctors in general. Um, I am, I'm not a big fan um, <laughs> of, of hearing them tell me what I haven't been doing right. Because I'm fully aware of it. Um, You're checking I, all the text in boxes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, well, you telling me you telling me what I'm doing wrong? There's 
there is one doctor that I have to go to and I go to, I've been going every single year and that's just because I have to go to this doctor and it's the eye doctor. And I have to go because if I want to have my prescription filled, right, for my new glasses and the new lenses, because um, that's one thing I, I, I don't know why I kind of care. I feel like I should care about all parts of my body. Um, mm-hmm. But for my eyesight, I feel like I don't want my eyesight to go bad. Well, the, it's probably because you're starting from a, a, a you're already starting from a position of weakness. So yeah, for, I'm already starting from a disadvantage. Um, for those of you who don't know, Isai wears glasses, uh, so that's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing. I wear glasses. I've been wearing glasses um, for the longest time. I want to say since I was six years old. Wow, uh, I've been wearing glasses, and when I was younger, and they 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 told my I remember like telling my parents my eyes hurt, and they would never listen. They didn't think I needed glasses. <laughs> until I think they had like one of those things at school back when I was in school like they used to do that like eye tests and like ear tests and stuff yeah and they did an eye test and they said they, that I needed glasses and my <laughs> mom, that was my mom felt bad because she didn't, they didn't believe me at first and so mm-hmm. I was probably I probably needed glasses before that and I was just suffering <laughs> my eyes hurt I'm trying yeah. to see but I can't <laughs> so uh, I've been wearing glasses for so many years and so anyways like I said I, ha- I have to go to the eye doctor to get a new prescription yeah but I have a thing with my eyes. I, I have a thing with eyes in generally, in general, generally, in general. Um, like seeing other people's eyes, if they're like watery or they're like irritated, mm-hmm. like that will make my eyes start to water. Like just talking about it right now is making my eyes water a little bit. I have a really like scent, like this hypersensitivity towards my eyes and I don't oh. like anything near them. I don't like it like water or anything like touching them. I don't do eye drops. Ever. All that stuff is like torture, no. I can't do anything like that. And do you so, rub your eyes a lot? Do I what? Do you rub them? I do rub them. Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> you love it? I don't. He's like my eyes are my eyes are precious. I don't want anything uh, near them except my dirty fingers. <laughs> oh well, I, I rub them, but I don't rub them with my fingers. I feel like it's a weird thing to do. I I'll rub it with like the for people don't know like the side of my hand, and I'll do like I'll go like this. Oh, so that makes pretty much my wrist. Sense. Yeah, pretty much my wrist area, but I don't ever use like my fingers to go and like touch them. Yeah. Um, now I like I'm okay if it's me and I'm doing something like with the side of my hand right like that's not going to bother me it's the moment that my mind is aware that something will be going near my eyes yeah like, or like my eye has to be open if my eyelids close I think there's no there's nothing there's no, no no problem at all um because there's like a shield but um what if someone what if you get an eyelash and like you're like with Lindsay or someone and you're like oh wait wait uh, let me get it out for you no I can't <laughs> you want to take care of that yourself you have to figure it out because I can't help you with that. I can't. I cannot see your. I can't touch your eye. It's gonna. It's gonna like make my eye start to water. And then, and I have. I told you this before. I have this thing where like, if someone's walking and I have a football in my hand, I'm gonna throw the football right at them. Um, and so I have a thing. It's like if you're trying to put my eye close, my finger close to your eye, I feel like my eye, my finger's just gonna like want to like jerk and hit you or something. And so no, I would. I would not trust myself. Um, so i mean obviously you can see you can tell that going to the eye doctor is such a pain and it's a struggle and um i hate it and before when i used to go to eye doctor um it was this whole process where you'd go and they would like puff air in your eye Uh, i guess you have 2020 vision so right i assume yeah wait well i thought yeah i I do have 2020 but i thought i thought the eye doctor was just you sitting in that in that big machine and looking through the binocular thing no See, because it's a whole thing because the eye, the eye doctor also tests your like eye pressure and like to see that everything is fine and you're not suffering from, you're not going to get like glaucoma, you're not getting whatever other eye diseases there are. 
<laughs> and um, but back in the day, I, I will say not so not right now it's easier. Right now I actually don't have a problem going to the eye doctor, and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it right you know right now. But basically, before what I would do is I go to the eye doctor. You go in there and you have to sit down on this machine, and basically you stare at like a like '90s picture. It, it just looks very old of this like air, hot air balloon, and then they just like focus, focus on that, focus on that, and then it blows like a puff of air in your eye, um, and that is the struggle. And I, they didn't used to like me at the eye doctor because I would go in there, <laughs> and like I knew what was gonna happen. I knew I, it's not like my first rodeo; like it's brand new. Yeah. And so I knew that that was going to happen. So they were like, open your eye. And I was like, I literally, I literally cannot open up my eye right now. <laughs> so my eye is just like, oh, not open. I'm looking a little special. My eyes just like this closed and they're trying to, <clears throat> they're trying to open it up for me. And I just can't. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so they're trying to forcefully open up my eye and I just cannot, and I cannot take it. Yeah. And so, and it's just that, and it was like other things that they would do. And uh, excuse me, I'm gonna cough here for a second. Oh, that reminds me your story about um, knowing what's gonna happen and freaking out reminds me of I. So growing up, I used to hate shots at the doctor. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it was the needle or if it was the the, the half a second of pain that I was scared of. But um, I remember literally the last time growing up. It was the last time that I was scared of needles because I literally had the most dramatic uh, tantrum. I was I was like calling nurses crazy. I was like, no, no way. Get away from me. Yeah. Um, and this was like during like my annual physical. And I was probably like 12. I don't know. I was probably I was like pretty old already. And I remember like, like making this huge scene at, at my physician's office. Um, so you, you 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 freaking out about the eyelid. Like, I, you know, when you know what's coming, you're already like you're on defense. You're already freaking exactly. out. Exactly. And um. And they used to, before there used to be like a thing where it would actually touch your eye. Yeah. And so it was just the worst thing ever. And then the last stage of it is they would have to dilate your eyes. And that's the part where you're talking about where you like look through the little like binoculars <laughs> and say like one or two, you know, yes or no. Yeah. Um, but before that, they would have to like put these eyes, series of eye drops in your eyes. And it was like a series of three. Yeah. Um, just, you know, boom, 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 boom. And I could not. I could not do it. I can't do eye drops. It was the worst thing ever. Wait, um, so you, you can't do, so you wouldn't do contacts for that reason as well? No, I've never done contacts. I've never been like, yeah, I'll do contacts. I'm going to poke um, my eye today. <laughs> I could never, I, I don't know if I could ever do that. Um, <laughs> if anybody was like, how, how would you just torture me? Like that's right there. And it's like making me wear eye contact. Puff, puff into Isai's eye. <laughs> yeah, it will, like, I will start freaking out. I cannot do it. But now... I switched eye doctors and I went to a new, I went to a new eye doctor and, and the Bishop arts and the Bishop arts is like a, like, a you know, it's like a hip modern, you know, part of, of Dallas and Oak cliff in mm. this, you know, this uh, optic place is just called optical. <laughs> so that's just all it's called. So you know, they're just trying to be cool. They're Creativity to in this neighborhood is, is astounding. They're trying to be hipster and stuff, but mm -hmm. um, I was like, you know, let me try this place out. It's more updated. It's not like back in the, 50s you know maybe they have some new technology and as a matter of fact they do mm. for a little bit extra which for me is nothing it's it's i would do it any day yeah. um for a little bit extra you skip every single step that i ever had to do before yeah uh, of having to look through these machines and do stuff and you 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 do have to look through machine it's only one machine but there's there is no uh air puff or anything you go in yeah. 
And basically this machine takes like a 3D picture of your eyeball. Ooh. So you look, you know, you look in there, it, the little, like maybe like a scanner, it just goes right, this green light goes by real quick. No. You do each eye and then you're done. And then you go to the doctor and he has this picture of your eyeball on the screen of each, <laughs> each one. And he's like, you can, he can tell by the picture of the eyeball of how your eye is doing. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it's good or not. And then they simulate, I guess now they can simulate the, whatever it was with the dilation and figure out your, and do the little one or two better. And, and now this guy is not even, before the eye doctor would come up to me and like flicker herself. And this guy's just doing it from his computer, one or two. And the thing is doing it by itself. So yeah. technology is definitely advanced. And nice. I feel like that's going to be the standard now going forward for everybody, for every eye doctor is just going to be doing stuff. So no one will really ever know the struggle of what it was like to go to the, to the eye doctor. You, you bringing up the doctor reminded me of uh, one, one of the uh, pivotal moments in our college career together was, and you also brought up football. So it reminded me of it. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> one time you uh, say and I during our senior year mm-hmm. where uh, often we would throw a football around and play catch uh, very casual uh, I'm a little competitive, but it was still pretty casual. Yeah. And uh, during one unfortunate throw, uh, Isai's pinky did it break or it definitely dislocated? It got so so my pinky got dislocated. And to provide some background, this was like the very start of our senior year, maybe a few weeks in. Yeah, um, a few weeks in, and we were probably like five minutes into playing football here, like just, <laughs> throwing, just throwing the ball back and forth at each other. Yeah, and I, I just put my fingers wrong I placed it wrong and for people who don't know Mariel also has he has an arm he can throw the football but he has a pitcher's arm so he throws it hard and fast but yeah. a lot of times it goes not 100% where you want it to go to allegedly um and that's just because of the of how fast the sucker is going and um so he he threw it fast and I was prepared for this but I just was not prepared at this moment. I don't know what I, I just put my hands in the wrong place and basically nicked my pinky just well enough uh, to dislocate it. Now it did. It looked broken. It looked messed up. Well, I remember, I remember when it first happened and you're like, ah, you're like, like, um, like, 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 like um, the, in the Simpsons or, or no, in family guy, when, yeah. when you're like, ah, like, I remember when you're actually feeling it. And then I w- I'm walking over to you because it's a pretty common thing for someone to jam their finger playing catch. Yeah, exactly. And I'm over here like, and I'm over here like, can you move it? Like, move it around. And this is as I'm walking towards you. And then I'm like, let me see. <laughs> and his finger. And I'm trying to see if it's swollen or anything or if it's purple. And all I see is your pinky just pointing in a completely different direction. Yeah. And maybe I'll be able to post it for everybody to see. It'll probably, oh, be, like, it'll probably be on Instagram. Like, uh, do you graphic, you know, graphic photo do you want to see? And you guys can just yeah. not if you want to see or not. But um, I used it as my Venmo background. Uh, for the longest time for like yeah. my, if I wanted to pay money to people but yeah I, I remember that was so funny because you were just telling me to move around I was like I don't think I can and I was trying to act like everything was normal but the pinky was definitely messed up yeah and it was not where it was supposed to be at and it doesn't help my fingers I'm double jointed so I think that was prob- part of the problem is that if I bend my finger a certain way like the double joint kicks in and so it's already in a place it's not so, not supposed to be in technically. right right it's already shifted bones and yeah. it's not supposed to be in that spot and so that i think my pinky flipped the spot and it just boom it got it got hit and so right. i think it's funny because we had to get we had to go to the 
Urgent care. Urgent care. And we didn't know what to do. And I think we went who to drove G- us there. I don't even remember who we went to. We there. went to GPS, which is our on school like police. And we didn't know what to do. And so they drove me, they drove us. Remember, it was me and you. We went to the they dropped us off at urgent care. Yeah. We got middle uh, nowhere. Middle nowhere. People were like, there's someone in there. I feel like the start of COVID was happening there because I could hear the I could hear in the person's coughing. Um, like things were going on in that in that urgent care that they needed to be yeah. in ER. I don't know what they were doing at the urgent care, but yeah. Anyways, we we're here at the urgent care, and I thought it was funny. And uh, and I will say that the pinky was bad, but the worst part of that, the worst pain was the shot to numb my finger with because they had to pop it back in place basically. <laughs> and because they they took X-rays of it, and they're just like, let's look at, and they're like, yeah, we think we can pop it back in, uh, into the where it needs to be. Um, but they're like, it's gonna be so you know super painful, so we have to numb it up. Yeah. And so they got these sh- shots and to, to numb it. And, um, and I told the lady, I wanted to see it. I wanted to look and she would not listen to me. She, she kept trying to cover it up and I made me so angry because I'm trying to look at it. I want to see it happen. I don't want you to be like that one, two, and then put it on two, you know, like I, I need to see it happening. Um, and it felt like knives were chopping my finger off like it was burning and it hurt so badly yeah. the shot and I, I, remember, I remember you walking out of there and only talking about the shot <laughs> yes because the finger was fine the, honestly the pain wasn't that bad when we were just when it was just broken or when it was just yeah. dislocated but this shot was so bad and it had to be another shot and i remember telling I, I can't do it i was like <laughs> not do another shot like i'd rather feel the pain i, I remember telling her that and I don't think we proceeded with the second shot. Yeah. And she went ahead and started yanking on my on my pinky and just like like trying to pull it out. And she put it back in place allegedly. And yeah. um, and then they gave me this like little splint to put on there. And uh, and that was that. We called it, and they gave me the CD. I got the CD of my of my x-rays. I still have it. Um, oh, I want I want to see those. But we I remember sitting there, we were there for a long time. We were there for a long time. I remember yeah. being there. I remember sitting there thinking, this is just a dislocated pinky. What's going on? Yeah, it was a long time just to even get anything like done. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, they gave me this little splint. Now uh, my pinky's all right. I don't trust it 100%. Um, obviously, it's not at 100%. It did yeah. develop a little bit more of a, of a growth on the bone. It's a little Ugh. bit heavier than my other pinky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, and I, I remember like looking it up and they're like, that you need to, one, you needed to keep it in the splint. But another thing was like you had to like exercise it regularly, but it hurt so bad. Yeah. I remember I would try, I'd be in my room trying to like manually bend it and stuff. And then I lost the, spl- the splint, I think. So it was just kind of stuck. And so I think that's why it kind of hardened up a little bit in whatever spot that I had it in. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that was funny. Um, yeah. But like, I just don't like, I don't like going to doctors. And for reasons like that, I don't think I've had good experiences. Yeah. Um, well, I let me let me tell you about a bad experience at a doctor, man. So I, um, so some people know this, but in high school I called appendicitis. Ooh, you had um, appendicitis? Yeah, I had appendicitis, and people it's pretty common, but people don't understand yeah. the severity of it potentially, right? So yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, you could die. <laughs> yeah, so 100%. appendicitis. For people who don't know, appendicitis is when your appendix gets inflamed, basically, and your appendix is. Uh, um, your appendix is like this useless little organ, like in the right side of your stomach, basically. Yeah. Um, and it can ha- it could happen randomly, or if someone punches you in the stomach, it could cause it to inflame. Uh, so I all I know is I was 
I was eating dinner and all of a sudden my, my stomach hurt and it hurt all night. And so I we had my mom had to call an ambulance because I it just yeah. wouldn't stop hurting. So we go to the hospital and I meet with the nurse at the front desk. Yeah. So this lady, you know, hates being a nurse, probably hates her job. Like she's yeah. like, I could be a doctor too, you know, like like yeah. not not giving me the time of day. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm like, she's like, oh, you know, uh, do you want some ginger ale? She's giving me like these home remedies. <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, you know, maybe some vapor rub on your stomach. Like, listen, lady, like <laughs> this has been going on for hours. Um, yeah. and so I literally tell her, like, I think based on my research, and I get it, you know, patient research yeah. is. Yeah. is if we went off a WebMD for everything, it would be like, everything would be dramatic. So I, I get why she would be hesitant to listen to me, but I literally yeah. said, I think I have appendicitis. And she said, oh no, if you had appendicitis, it would be a lot more serious, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She is 30 seconds, you say, from, I could yeah. do not from sending me home. And a doctor is passing by as I'm pleading my case yeah. <laughs> for appendicitis. <laughs> And he goes, oh, you want to take a test? We can just t- give you a quick test for append- or, or like a CAT scan or whatever. Yeah. And we, we could see if you have appendicitis or not. And I was like, yes, please, let's do that. Um, we do the test. Boom, pops out that I'm appendicitis. That I have <laughs> yeah. appendicitis, obviously. And That's literally, sick. if I would have went. So what happens with appendicitis is it gets, uh, it gets inflamed, but it gets, it gets bigger big. and bigger. It's like a balloon. So yeah. it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, full inflamed uh, with bacteria in it. And yeah. eventually it'll rupture, it'll explode your appendicitis and spread the bacteria throughout your body and exactly. you'll die. Yeah, you die. that's crazy. So he he literally was like, oh yeah, if you this you you had hours, like you had a few hours left before this is like, it was huge. Wow, and I was like, crazy. oh my God. That's, a, that's crazy. Now, do you have any like a scar anywhere on your body like to show where you, like an appendicitis scar? Where they had yeah, I do have a scar. It wasn't, uh, I, I used to, in high school, I used to say it was a stab wound because yeah. it's just a vertical line, but or a horizontal line. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. It's on the opposite side of where the appendix is because again, yeah. technology, I guess they used like, they inserted like a camera and, and like a barrier. And they like microscopically and, and, and yeah. take Yeah, yeah my, so they, they did it away from that side, but yeah, I have a yeah. small little knife wound. My my dad, Cyclo John, I guess I mean like he uh he had appendicitis too. That was a first my dad has my dad looks like he he got bitten by a shark multiple times. Um because this he is has, before the microscope. Yes, before this is before that type of technology happened. <laughs> and I think he was being a hogger and he would like eating all these tacos that morning. He was like a kid and he eating like all these tacos that morning and uh, my dad was a soccer player, right, when he was younger. So he was used to mm. eating like a lot and just like being super thin because you all you know all the running and stuff and yeah. i think he was like you know before school's gonna start and i think he went like did like stretches and all this stuff and after he yeah. eat his food and he stretched too far and his oh, no. stomach his stomach started hurting it started hurting really bad it's almost similar story to you to you yeah. and they had to take him to the hospital because um what, what had happened was his intestines had had twisted or they turned something happened and and internally with his intestines that they that they were like twisted up or something happened like that yeah right which was causing pain but in the process of that happening triggered his appendix his appendix to rupture jesus so he was having he had a double whammy so they had to go in there and so my dad has a has a cut from one side of his stomach all the way down to the other side of the stomach and they had to slice them all the way open to fix the intestines and take out the the appendix oh my god and then my dad got uh sick uh back when i was in high school and he was in the hospital for a while there and my dad's always getting sick he was only getting sick with like pneumonia 
like a bunch of like just anything some serious like, conditions dude. yeah like he was always in the hospital going through some stuff oh, and no. this time he was in the hospital and they had to take out his spleen of all organs he my dad's missing his spleen psycho john is missing his spleen what? I'm wondering but um he, they had to take out his spleen and so they they tried it with the little like tools to go in there and so they made small like little incisions i don't even know where, where is your spleen i don't even know where that is honestly is that like um, behind your stomach I don't know because they, like you said, they put the cuts in different places to go, yeah. in, there and to go in there and take it out. Yeah. But he has like three, three smaller cuts from when they try to go in there and do that stuff. And then after the third cut, after the third time going in in different spots, they said, we can't get it. So they've done cut them up three different times. And they say, <laughs> you know what? We got to cut them up again to go in there and, uh, and um, take it out. They're like, so, we've given you too much amnesia for this. <laughs> exactly. So he has one cut going from one side of the stomach to the other from the, you know, from the appendix and the other stuff. Yeah. And then they, they couldn't go, they couldn't open up that same cut. Uh, and I forgot what the reasoning why for what that is. Maybe someone who's, who knows more about those things can explain to us why you can't reopen a, a cut that they had, but they had to make another incision from one side to the other to go in there and Jeez. take out his spleen. So my dad's just all cut up. Um, it just looks like he he was in in Jaws, and uh, he got bit by the shark, and yeah. it's crazy. But um, that's rough. Yeah, I think it's crazy that you. I didn't know you had appendicitis. Oh so, man, it was it was scary. I was uh I was uh that was my first time in surgery. That was my first time in like a yeah. serious hospital thing, and I I legit was like, well, man, you know, it's more than a stomach ache, and I had no idea what appendix what appendix or appendicitis was. So yeah. I knew that it was more serious than a stomach ache, and to me, it was random. So yeah. obviously growing up in a Latino household, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, this is, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I knew I shouldn't be eating that salmon tonight. Um, Mom, I'm going to miss you. Um, I'm crying in the bed. Then here comes yeah. his doctor and he's like, oh yeah, you were right. Thank God you didn't go home. I'm like, it's <laughs> like really casual. Yeah. I honestly, I think it's crazy. No one ever talks about how serious like appendicitis or getting your appendix because so yeah. many people talk about how they survive, but like only because you people are having to like like you who plead their case that they have appendicitis it's like a ticking time bomb it's like if you because just like with stomach pain is, stomach pain is easily dismissed all the time right right people always just like what the nurse said like try to give you some ginger ale or like give you something like no you can honestly die from that yeah and i, and I think that's i well i think that's kind of funny well, imagine if you're like, imagine it's a timing thing, right? So imagine if you're like yeah. in Kansas or, or in Dallas in this case, and you have to like drive like 10 hours to the closest hospital. Like, uh, like imagine the people that probably don't even make it. Honestly. And you know what? Honestly, I feel like I don't know what I would do if I was in a public situation. I actually get scared about things like that, that my body's going to act up on me in a public situation <laughs> because I don't know if I, if I would be like you're not embarrassed cool. enough. You're going to act cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd be not embarrassed enough. To like call an ambulance to take me and i think about this all the time like when i'm in the shower too um, what are you gonna do uh, limp your way to, to like shower thoughts I, honestly i don't know i think about this all the time I'm like i try to tell myself like you better not act up because i get scared because i'm like if i'm out here in public or i'm out somewhere where like what am i gonna do like i have to call somebody to help me out you say like, help <laughs> yeah but that part like knowing that i feel like it's an embarrass me to just ask for help that i'm gonna and here's the deal i'm gonna get like I, and for people i guess you know before we go too long i'm just gonna explain like I've done like I've been sick before and I don't yeah. tell people because I don't I don't like the feeling of having to like ask for help or ask people to take care of me or do anything for me. And so that's part of the reason like I don't go to doctors. Whenever I get sick, my mom's like, I go to a doctor. I'm like, I know I can take care of it myself. And I go to like the dark corner and I just like 
go to sleep or I just let, try to let my body figure it out on its own. And drink uh, a bottle is equal. And exactly. That's all you need is a bottle of NyQuil and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, so I feel like I just would not, if I was like really like feeling badly, my stomach hurt, I would yeah. probably try to get myself anywhere I needed to get with it hurting. Dude, well now take take my story as a, a note of caution. If it's stomach related, go ask for help. Yeah, and I feel like if it is, I don't know. I one time I did, I guess, and this will be the last story before we ended. I uh, I did have my stomach hurt one time, and that was from salmonella poisoning. Um, oh, and that was from a uh, I want to say a, a, a jar or I don't know if that's what you call it, a jar of Peter Pan peanut butter. Um, <laughs> throwing out I, brand names now <laughs> that i had when i was younger and this was like right like a day after i ate this peanut butter they had said like released a, a recall on all these jars of peanut butter saying that they were infected uh with salmonella i thought salmonella and, was oh no maybe that's something else i was gonna say isn't that pork like what's salmonella well, no salmonella you can get it's it's just a bacteria oh, and it okay. comes from stuff like that but if the peanuts or wherever they're located was in the same area where like run off from uh yeah you know like pork or like you know like you know pigs or cows or anything like you can get yeah. that it's a bacteria and so right. basically i was that was the worst pain ever um in my in my stomach pain i remember freaking out but yeah um, well the moral the moral of our story folks is uh go to the doctor don't be like yeah the takeaway the takeaway is to not be embarrassed um because uh is it worth your life um, for me, that's I still have to con- still think about that. But for you, I can probably tell you, you know, go to the doctor. Yeah, um, and, I'd be there and, and get it figured out because you don't want to, you don't want to die, um, but you also don't, and and you don't have to worry about now about you know looking like Psycho John, uh, all cut up because you exactly technology is advanced. So go to the doctor, go get checked. Um, there it is, and and learn from our learn from our wisdom. <laughs> and remember though, we're just talking. Right. That's all. Yeah. So it was good talking to you and uh, we'll, we'll come back next week. Hey, Amen. Thanks right. everybody for listening. You Thanks everybody. Bye. Donkey of the day. You are-